0: Morning. I want you to reach down and grab hold of your barbarian manhood because we have an important segment today. Fortunately for you, it's short and we have some jokes at the end as promised. President Trump issued Executive Order 13950 combating race and sex stereotyping. That sounds about as boring as you can get, right? Executive Order 13950, but it's actually pretty damn exciting if you know what it's about. And for the first time in a long time, you have a role to play. What is race or sex scapegoating? This is one of the few times that a government memo makes sense. Race or sex scapegoating means assigning fault, blame, or bias to a race or sex, or to members of a race or sex because of their race or sex. It emphasizes any claim, it encompasses any claim that consciously or unconsciously, and by virtue of the race or sex, members of any race are inherently racist or inherently inclined to oppress others, or the members of a sex are inherently sexist and inclined to oppress others. What does this mean in English? It means... That you're not supposed to stereotype, and the stereotype that is going on now, full fury, is the stereotyping of white people in general, white men in particular, and white heterosexual men in particular. In every college and university in the land, there is such stereotyping going on. And it works out like this. Anyone who's white, anyone who's male, anyone who's proud of America, delighted with America, is bad. Other people apparently are good. This is amazing that this came out, and I never thought it would. Executive Order 13950, and keep in mind there's a place for you in this. When your children go to school, they will come back less enthusiastic, go to college, they will come back less enthusiastic about America, About uh, they will be uh, slightly embarrassed about being white and heterosexual. And the reason for a lot of this is that the colleges and universities are now controlled by people who are on the left. That is, they're fairly hostile to Western civilization in general, the United States in particular. We are the most important um, leader of Western civilization nowadays. And they have an entire picture of the world, of world history, which shows that Western civilization, white people, men, Americans are the reason why we don't live a better life. They are, generally speaking, bad. Anyone else is considered pretty darn good. But our problems all stem from things like racism. They believe that um, the wellspring of America is racism, that it is not just an outside force that stumbled into the wrong area, it is the heart and soul of America that without racism, there would be no America. That is, we are not the story of liberty in America. We are the story of racism. The dominant factor, the dominant value is not, according to what your children will be told when they go to college, is not um, liberty and the search for liberty and freedom. And our heroes who fought for liberty and sacrificed for liberty uh, our usual in the past heroes who built this country, who risked their lives and often lost their lives building the canals, building the bridges, building the transcontinental railroad, that they were not heroes. In fact, they were bad people, they were oppressors, and that we, that we the college faculty and the college administrators of today are here to help your child recover, in effect. Um, This teaching that race, white people are the race that's bad here, or sex, men are the sex that's bad here, stereotyping goes on relentlessly day and night. Sometimes it goes on by just not mentioning things like Western civilization. You used to have to take two semesters of Western civilization when you went away to college or university. And the idea was not only will you become a better person and certainly a better citizen, but it's your job to pass on this love of Western civilization, this love of liberty, on to the next generation. That's one of the reasons why you're in college. In addition, of course, to learning the skills needed for your particular Um, career. Now, the attitude toward this this biased uh, by basically white people against everyone else, especially white men against everyone else, uh, people questioned it. And people said, well, I don't see any bias here. It seems to me that the black people black students got in with lower grades and lower test scores. And, uh, you know, I don't see any bias here. If there is bias, maybe it's against the Chinese students who score and must score much higher than anyone else in order to be admitted to the elite colleges like Harvard. You would be told, as I was told, and your children will be told, that this bias is sometimes a little hard to picture. It is an unconscious bias. Well, uh, what do you say then? It is an implicit bias. What do you say then? It is an institutional bias against black people, people of color. Well, uh, how do you go about that? Well, obviously you have to be specially trained with a special attitude toward bias, And that's what these trainers will do for you when you uh, have your uh, struggle sessions against racism, which your children are already having right now if they're in college. Part of it, as I said, is we eliminate talk of Western civilization. We We don't demand you take two courses in Western civilization. Sometimes we demand you can only take one course in Western civilization. Uh, Sometimes we eliminate it entirely. Uh, There's no need to take a course in the Constitution and the the American government because it's not a good example. It's not what we want to imitate. We want you, the students of today, to go off in a different direction and come up with different structures in government. Uh, For example, not to improve the police, but to defund the police. That would be a modern example of this attitude. Now, what has happened here is that the President Trump somehow was told about this, this, in a sense, bias, in, in my opinion, against Western civilization, against America, against men, against um, Jews to some degree as well. We have no luck. Anytime someone's mad at someone, we always get thrown into the pile that you're mad at. Um, But there's something different here. First of all, this is cleanly written. If you've ever read government uh, writings, they are impenetrable. But this is very clearly written and it's very concise. And it basically says you should not stereotype all men as being um, hostile to women or all men as sexist. Uh, You shouldn't stereotype white people as inherently racist, because it's not true, the government would say under Trump, and I would say certainly, and probably you would say. Um, So you can't do that. Now, the question is, and this is really something else, um, how do you stop this? You've got a lot of people who back this up or the professors back it up, the administrators and colleges back it up. Um, people in now K through 12 back up this idea that this is a pretty terrible country and that we are racist, that we are sexist, and if any other sins come along, we are probably that as well. Now, there are a lot of people who say, no, we are racist, we are sexist, we are pretty bad, We are standing in front of progress. And if we don't change, the rest of the world can't change. So we have to come back, reevaluate and change ourselves so that we'll be good enough to be a nation among other nations. The people who favor this relentless, what I would call indoctrination, are people like there's a new journal out called Vox, V-O-X. And listen to the way they state this situation. Trump orders federal anti-racism training to be ended, calling it a sickness. In other words, the uh, people on the left, let's say, practically all the um, media people, uh, except for maybe a few on Fox, uh, the major papers like the New York Times, um, the movies, the entertainment business, all consider or at least say out loud that they are racist too. They ask for forgiveness. They want to be woke. That is, they want to be alert to racism in our society. And they all ask for forgiveness at the very least. Thus, they kneel, raise their hand and say, uh, Black Lives Matter. Kneeling? I thought you're kneel supposed to kneel only before God, but apparently not. Apparently, you're supposed to kneel before the most woke people. And again, woke means that you are alert to the racism and the sexism and the evils of our society. But as I said, there are people who are um, on the other side. And generally speaking, they are in charge of our society nowadays. Um, When you hear... Most television news, they use words like white privilege. That's not a good thing, to be privileged. Everyone should be somewhat equal, at least as the starting line. But whites are considered to inherit, just because of their white skin, some sort of privilege. Um, They call, for example, my father's uh, success in life, which is raising us from absolute poverty to the middle class within his own generation uh, by owning his own small business. And they they say that they would say, if he were still alive, uh, that he is privileged. That's how he came to raise his family from poverty to the middle class within a time of his own generation. They would look at the Asians who um, have risen even faster than the Jews and they come in poor, uh, many of them, most of them probably, and they come in poor from India, uh, most of them probably. And within one generation, they're a doctor or they're a successful business person or they live in a nice house in the suburbs. And according to the dominant worldview that a lot of people have, mainly professors, and the media, this shouldn't be, they must have cheated, they must have done something wrong. And so they call my father's efforts, um, accomplishments, uh, that they say that well, that's because he was white or because he was male. Um, that's because he was privileged. And that's their attitude, which of course I don't like. You might not like it either. They talk about white privilege, toxic masculinity, that being a man is inherently bad. We are inherently evil. We are inherent, I don't know, wife beaters, uh, deserters, and some of us are, but surely not most of us, otherwise the country wouldn't be here. They talk about right white fragility, uh, implicit bias. How the hell can you... Uh, be implicitly biased. Well, that means that the bias is there, but you can't see it. But yeah, but if we specially train you, then you will be able to see it, and then you'll feel sad. Critical race theory. What the hell is that? Critical race theory was been around for a long time, but it, it was just a sort of a fractional area. It was a minor area. It was to the side, but now it is front and center. Critical race theory, which started out as a legal concept, critical race theory means that to understand the law and now to understand all of society and all of our relationships with people of different colors, ethnicity, sex, uh, whatever, you have to understand that at the center of this is race, race, race all the way down. And when your kids are in college, this is what they are learning. You, We are the first generation of Americans to pay people, professors mainly, to spit in our faces, to tell foul lies about ourselves, to ha- uh, raise children who will probably hate us. Now, this is the first major blow against this, excuse me, this is the first major blow that I have seen in my lifetime against this bizarre idea I regard it as bizarre. You decide for yourself here. A lot of this bias training, this critical race training or inculcation was going on in the federal bureaucracy, and apparently Trump found out about it, and he didn't like it at all, and he said, no more of this. We're not going to pay to have people spit in our faces and tell us we're all bigots, and so he wanted to stop it. And for now on, you apparently you won't have any more of this. It may take a while to get all of it out of here, but he's determined. Of course, Biden may change this, but we'll see. Um, private contractors will no longer be permitted to inculcate such stereotypical views, the view that white people are inherently bad. There's something amazing in this thing, though. How do you get this started? Someone has to complain. Someone has to say there's a bias against white people here, or they're training us to say that white men are terrible, or they're training us to believe that all men are terrible, all white people are terrible. Uh, Jews are terrible. You, that's right, you, sitting in the suburbs, pretty happy and during this fe- time, uh, can call up. You can actually call the Office of Federal Contract Compliance at 202-343-2008, and you, the citizen, can complain about the indoctrination that's going on in your workplace or your college and university. I have rarely seen something like this made so clear and so available to the average citizen. You don't have to be a person sitting on the sidelines and say, what can I do? This is what they teach at the school. You can call them up and you can email them. But the email is, well, here we are back to the federal bureaucracy. Listen to this email. The email is one word, O-F-C-C-P-C. Complaint, hotline, all one word. How do you like that, Ming? Uh, Oh, at dol.gov. It is just an amazing thing. I don't know if the word will get out about this. This is the only thing that I'm concerned about, that most people won't find out that they, the average citizen, call up and say, you know, there's this woman at Rutgers, uh, Professor Puar, who is teaching... That uh, Jews are stealing body parts for Muslims. What the hell is that? Now, I don't know what will happen if they'll take up that case or not. But lately, they have been taking up cases. There have been some versions of this um, order from the federal government um, that the, the colleges and universities are responsible for fighting back against the wild anti Semitism that is now on college campuses. And on college campuses, you have Muslims and leftists basically calling for a genocide, genocide against the Jews of the Middle East. They say, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be. The river is the Jordan, the sea is the Mediterranean, and the Jews are supposed to be dead in between those two barriers. The point is that you, the average citizen, or if you're above average, you can also do this. You can call up and make a complaint. Now, you might say, but we'll never win. It really doesn't matter if you win or lose. This is the neat thing. This is where government bureaucracy works in your favor. It's a minor miracle. Colleges hate when the the Department of Education uh, that is part of uh, the Department of Education shows up on their campus. It costs them time, it costs some money, it aggravates the hell out of them, and it criticizes them as well, stereotypes them to a certain degree as being a bad place for your kid to go to school because they're bigots there. And y- you can have an effect on this. So when they come to the school, whether it's from the Department of Education, which also occurred under Trump, or from, because of this executive order, it aggravates the hell out of the school. And they just might slow down here. They might even cut out these programs, these indoctrination programs. They might even become more um, fair-minded and uh, what they teach. They might even, who knows, change their uh, core curriculum so that you do learn about Western civilization, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but yet only about the good. I don't know what will become of this. No one knows what will become of this, but this is a golden opportunity. If you hate political correctness, <coughs> if you hate the stereotyping of white people, of men, Um. This is your opportunity. Take a look around. See if anything like this is going on in your neighborhood. Call up the police department. See if they have training uh, that is a violation of this executive order. This is neat. This is about the best train set I've ever received for Christmas. And I don't even receive gifts from Christmas. This is fun. Making it possible for ordinary people to participate in this culture wars that have been going on for a long time. I say go out there, have a drink, aggravate the hell out of these people. They've been aggravating the hell out of you for a long, long time. This is going to be fun. I hope you'll try this out. And uh, by the way, if you go online, If you want to use the phone and the number is 202-343-2008, all you have to do is just type in federal ban on race stereotyping and it'll come up one way or the other. You have to look around a little bit, but it's free. You can aggravate the people you've hated for years. Have a ball. Call up the government if you find there is some sort of bias in the training that's going on at your place of work, at your college, at your university. Call them up, they'll take it from there. They can't act without you. They need you, they want you to call. You're not bothering people. If you didn't call, they wouldn't have something to do and they'd have to go out and dig ditches for a living. So they want you to call, please call. I hope some of you give this a try, and maybe we can talk. Um, You can call me or email me. The email is at the top of the um, site, Um, and, and this could be a lot of fun. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it.